The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, Chad Veach challenges you not to let disappointments in your past rob you of the future God has planned. When we make mistakes, we just think, that's it, God's, God's got to quit on me. But God, there's no plan B for our life. God only has a plan A. The Bible says the gifts and the calling of God is irrevocable. Mm -hmm. I think you can get your license taken away, you can get your visa taken away, but you cannot get the call of God taken away from your life. Thank you. Welcome to Life Today. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I welcome Chad Veach back. He's been here. Uh, he came some time ago to talk about the challenge of a very challenged, uh, precious daughter that uh, faced uh, a series of challenges you can face. And the way Chad and his wife handled this and the lessons that they've been able to share are just incredible. Well, now he's come with another book that's titled Faith Forward Future. Uh, listen to the subheading moving past your disappointments, your delays, and destructive thinking. Great Church, Zoe in California, that's just right in the shadow of all the entertainment and uh, the people that have so much talent and yet seem to live such an empty life. All you need to do is watch them on the award shows. I don't care whether it's the Grammys, the Emmys, the Academy Awards. It's like so many of them still live with great gifting, but a very empty reality. And my heart breaks over. When you see great talent wasted and not recognizing where it came from and the incredible good that it can do to impact in a positive way others, and so many of the entertainers say they care and yet live so defeated and with so much of their life and even what they do damaging people. Well, Chad's doing his best to make a difference, and a lot of them are listening to him. Would you welcome Chad to Life Today? Chad, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, guys. I want you to cover some ground with us, yeah. Chad, just to, to take us on a journey. What, yeah. what, what's God showing you? Well, I, I really love the, the subtitle the most, because I think that's all of us. Moving past disappointments, delays, and destructive thinking. I, th I think that happens to all of us. I mean, listen, I'm from Seattle. I'm a, I'm a Seahawk fan. Talk about disappointment. We were on the one-yard line, and we refused to hand off the ball to Marshawn Lynch. I know disappointment. Sure, sure. Okay? Well, you want to be a cowboy. You'll learn more about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because what's the time you're, your new success? You're the expert. I'm just yeah. new to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we, we're, we understand. <laughs> so, you know, I just I started thinking so much uh, about disappointment. I've felt disappointment. I've, I've been disappointed in myself before. I start the book off with, you know, writing about this story when... I was dating somebody that I thought I was supposed to marry and, and I was really in love. And I remember God telling me, you know, this is not the one. And I disobeyed God for a season. And just that whole season of my life dealt with disappointment. Eventually I had to break up. And that whole, you know, when you get, when you feel delayed and you got disappointment, what happens is your mind goes bad. Your thinking goes into the gutter. And so I read a book in that season called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. 
<laughs> learning how to talk to myself again and get past that disappointment. So the book really is for anybody that's ever failed, anybody that's ever gone through something and, and moving past our past. I grew up with a dad that used to say, listen, there is no need to cry over spilled milk. What's happened has happened, and we got to move on. So, but I believe that can only happen with Jesus, though. You got to have faith to move forward into your future. And and how did you have that encounter that moved you forward? Because it sounds to me like you're progressively growing in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. I mean, yeah. Through challenges with your daughter, you might mention what happened because that's a pretty big, heavy load that Absolutely. came to you. Just mention that because that had to put you on pause, but then tell me what it is that shifts you forward. Yeah. So, you know, when my, when my daughter received her diagnosis, she was four months and we were ready to go plant a church in Los Angeles at that time. I remember when we got the diagnosis sitting there and thinking, this is going to set me back. Mm. Like this is this is really gonna this is gonna cause my life to be on pause, so to speak, for a little while. So I've I've had those delays. What were you told? Yeah, they, they said she'll never walk or talk or crawl. All these nevers. Mm -hmm. You know, now she's six years old. I dropped her off this morning to go, get in the school bus. She goes to school every day, and they're stimulating her, and she's <laughs> communicating. She still can't talk, but she's communicating, kick, kicking her legs. And <laughs> if I talk to her, hi, Georgia, she'll coo real loud. And she's far surpassed yeah. what, what any doctor yeah. said. And so as a father, I've, I've dealt with disappointment. I've dealt with delays, and I've had you know my thinking not be in the right place, but all of this really came to me from really studying. I, I did this series at church called God Has a Plan. Started thinking about God has a plan for everyone. And I came over uh, the life of, of Paul and Peter. Think about Paul. We just saw it here in Texas. A guy went into a church on a Sunday and murdered people. Paul was on his way to go do the same. Mm -hmm. And yet, while he was planning his worst, God was still planning his best. Now, he just agreed to the death of a very wonderful person. Absolutely. Who was so much like Jesus that he died looking just like Jesus. Exactly. And really, I'm telling you, that, that had to shake him to the core because he saw Jesus in and, Stephen. And I think if God can save somebody like that, yeah. God can save anybody. I, I, I thought about Peter. Peter, you know, he denies he knows Jesus, and he basically goes back to his old job. He, he says, I'm not good at the church thing. I tried being a Christian. I tried being a believer. I'm a failure. I'm a mess up. I'm going to go back to what I'm good at. I'm good at my old life and my old job and my old buddies. And, my, and what does Jesus do? The first thing he does when he gets up out of the grave, he goes looking for Peter. Because I just think that's grace. That's Jesus. God, when we make mistakes, we just think that's it. God's, God's got to quit on me. But God, there's no plan B for our life. God only has a plan A. The Bible says the gifts and the calling of God is irrevocable. Mm -hmm. I think you can get your license taken away. You can get your visa taken away, but you cannot get the call of God taken away from your life. Mm -hmm. I, just, I find that so encouraging. So I looked at Paul and I looked at Peter and even my own life and I thought, man, God has a plan. And then I started thinking about that. Why don't people move on past their past into their God-given potential? A lot of times it's because we're holding on to our history at the expense of our destiny. I like what Paul says. He said, forgetting what is behind me, I got I to gotta move forward to what's in front of me, to the thing that God already has laid hold of for us. So the book really is just saying, hey, guess what? No matter how good or bad the past is, the best is yet to come. 
And don't you think a lot of times the reason we pause in life like that in in the tragedy of what we may have gone through or life just dealt us a bad hand, you know, yeah. we, we think we got to clean up before we can go back That's to it. God. I, I, God says, no, let me clean you up. Exactly. <laughs> it, we run away from the one person we need the most. And it's just such a foolish behavior. God, you know, I just love that. As far as the east is from the west, God has removed our transgressions from us. God is, it, it, there's this invitation from heaven saying, come. We, we think we're a failure because society says we're a failure. I, I think a lot of times people are not afraid of failure. They're afraid of the identity of failure. What's attached to failure. And we've got to get a God perspective. We've got to see ourselves the way that God sees us. His mercy is new every morning. <laughs> God does not count our sin against us. We needed Jesus so bad and Jesus knew it. That's why he died on the cross. And so I'm just, I'm thankful that I can still walk in my future no matter how many mistakes I make. You know, Paul says the things I hate to do, I do. And the things I want to do, I don't do. That's all of us. And yet God says, I, you know what I love about God? I think he's been in our future and he's wooing us. He said, you got to come follow me. I, the only way you can get into this future is by following me. Mm -hmm. It's not about geography or occupation. God's plan is wrapped up in his son. Boy, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And we can know him intimately. Think yeah. about Jesus saying he's the greatest man. This is Superman with us. This is beyond Superman. This yeah. is the creator. There is no limit yeah. to what he can do. Nothing impossible. Mm. And he said, it's necessary for you. It's better for you. Yep. It's essential for you, for you, for all of you who right. are. It is necessary for you that I leave. Wow. I'm leaving. Superman. But I'm going to send another. Wow. Just like me. To live where? Mm. At the church? In the religious setting? No. In you. Yep. In you, It's amazing. Chad. It's amazing. In me, a fatherless kid. Mm. In you, mm. someone who said I failed. And it's for everybody. Yeah, this absolutely. power. And he will guide us to all truth. He will reveal us to the truth yep. and show us what truth looks like, the definition of it and the demonstration of it in Jesus. Wow. So you can see what it looks it's like. It's amazing. And hey, he, he's with us all the time. Absolutely. You know, I think, too, it's never too late. It's never too late to start over. I, I always think about Samson. You know, here's Samson. What a life. Before he's ever born. This was one of the earlier Superman. Yeah, before he's ever born. You know, it only happens with John the Baptist, Jesus, Isaac, and, and, and Samson. An angel come and says, this, your child is going to be somebody. And so he grew up knowing that. But I always think just because you know there's a call of God in your life doesn't mean it will happen. No. We all have potential. So, you know, Samson, you know, like many of us, he throws it away and he'd rather enjoy he the Bible. He demonstrate the strength, though, that it was there. It was, it was undeniable. It was absolutely it was there. It was there. You know, had, had, had a temptation, had a, had a thing, and it basically ends him up where the great Samson is, he's, in, he's bound, he's bald, and he's blind. Isn't that the enemy? Yeah. The, the enemy, first thing they do is they bind him and then blind him. That's the, that's the devil right there. Boy, that's right. The, the enemy wants to just get you bound to something mm. and then take out your vision. So the great Samson's in prison. He's bald. He's blind. And he's bound. Then they make a mockery of him because the devil doesn't just want you to you know, have a little owie or a twisted ankle. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy mm. 
So they'd bring out Samson and he would, they'd make him perform at their parties. What are you going to do now, Samson? Just mocking his name. And Samson thinks to himself, one of these days, he, he, he has a realization. I know that as long as I've got breath in my lungs, I still got a shot with God. I don't serve the God of just second chances. I serve the God of third and fourth and fifth and sixth chances. And so he asked God, oh God, remember me just this once, I pray. And it says, Samson goes down in Hebrews chapter 11 in the hall of faith. Yes, he does. So it's never too late to get your call back, to say yes to Jesus, to move past disappointments and delays. And to just, could you imagine where Samson's mind was at when he was in that prison? Mm-hmm. I, I, just the, the, he would just beat himself up and talk to himself so poorly, but he knew at the end, I still got a shot with God. I'm hoping this book just inspires people. Come on, the best is yet to come. Well, he destroyed I, the enemies. I can't help but believe it. When we finally get to the end of ourselves, mm. God That's gets it. so excited. Yes. He said, now I can do the work that I created Absolutely. for through you yep. because you have yielded. You have nothing left right. but me. It's awesome. <laughs> wow. That's good, Betty, to come to the end of ourselves. And we find the adequacy and the sufficiency of him. You know, he, he just wanted to feel the columns, mm. the pillars, and he pushed them down and crushed the enemies. I think if we would allow the strength of God that he, in Christ, has, you know, literally imparted and indwells us with, yep. to take over, we can crush the purposes wow. and the intentions of the enemy. And, and we really do that. All of his deception, mm. all of the distractions that he offers to lift Jesus up so high, mm. so clearly by the way, I think the way we even treat each other as a family of believers. Wow. So often we don't behave like a family or we behave like typical dysfunctional families. We, I say in the church oftentimes behave worse than Congress ever does. Wow. God knows how awful yep. that display is. But the church needs to come together like a family. Absolutely. And when we do that, we are really... We are really defeating the enemy. Absolutely. And there's no way that he can withstand the body of Christ standing together. Absolutely. When Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail, they will not win over my kingdom purpose. That's it. Revealed through my people who are yielded to me. That's it. So I feel like that this is what you're actually trying to take people to, the destructive thinking. That's it. And uh, they don't let the delays or disappointments set them back because like you said, uh, we're going to have plenty of them. And you've got some people here who are recommending your book. Lisa Turker, she's been here a lot. Yeah. Brian Houston, he's on his way. Hillsong, he's coming here. Yeah. A lot of his family and and staff have been here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maria Shriver, that's kind of a little bit of a surprise. She's a dear friend of mine. So that's that's really wonderful. And to think that you're getting to minister to all these people. Will you say thanks to Chad for writing the book and sharing his story, but also for the fact that he's, he's ministering to so many of these people that impact in some way so many. What do you hope happens when somebody goes through this book and they come to the end of it? What's your prayer for yeah. them in light of what you've shared? My, my prayer is that, you know, the Proverbs 31 woman says she looks at her future and she smiles. Mm-hmm. It just, I, I pray that people will read this book and they just go, whatever it is that's out there, I want the God plan. Yes. I want the God dream. Whatever God has for me, I want to lay down 
Listen, as good as your plan is, the Bible says many plans does a man have in his own heart, but the Lord directs his steps. Mm. So I'm believing that every person will yield to the God plan that he has for our lives. You know, you, you, you've spoken well there. Let me just say this. We, we just got a word uh, today that we're going to have another uh, great grandchild born very soon. And then a little after that, we'll have our fourth great grandchild born. We're told that they are little girls, but we're also told another one of our grandchildren will be a little girl, and he's quite a big boy. He's about six, three, or four. And uh, he didn't, he, I remember when his sister came running down the hall, we got a boy, we got a boy. <laughs> Listen, that, that's, that, that's the greatest blessing that a parent or a person can have is to look at their children, mm. glorifying God in their life and being a blessing. Right. And let me just say this, because I've been able to tell you that we are blessed with a beautiful family that love the Lord. And when I say that, I cannot help it. I think of everyone who can't say it. Mm. And then I think, what if I couldn't say it? What if Betty and I had to sit here and say to you, we've got a child or a grandchild that's, that's on drugs or defeated. You know what I would want? I wouldn't want pity. You might have a broken heart with us. I don't want your prayers. Mm. I don't want you to lift us up. So I want to do that right now yeah. for everybody that feels the things you talked about. Yeah. Father, I pray for every person watching us. Thank you, Jesus. I don't, I don't know if they found that joy and, and can look at the fruit of seeds that have been sown and now there's just beauty for ashes. But many of them just feel pain and loss. So God, I'm asking you to move right now in their behalf. Yes to heal their broken heart, to bind it up. And Lord, to set at liberty the captives, the ones that they're concerned about in their family or their friends or neighbors. God, we're asking you for to work a miracle. You work a miracle in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. You see there on the screen right now a phone number. If you want someone to pray with you anytime, love pays for that number. So if you need somebody to pray with, someone to talk to, Please don't hesitate to call. Chad, we have a, a tremendous opportunity all over the world to touch people with God's love. And our viewers, you're the most amazing people, in my opinion, in the world. You're, you're kingdom builders because you make a kingdom impact. Mm. You enable people to be effective setting captives free. Right now, we're talking about rescuing children and girls from sexual trafficking. And we can do it together. I want you to watch, I want you to listen, and then I want you to say, count on me, we're going to see the captive set free. Watch this. Some things that you can't unsee or stories you can't unhear, and honestly, that you, you would not want to. I've seen things on this trip that are worse than anything I could imagine. I just spent some time with a, a little girl who is now 11, and she's been forced to have sex with men, with strangers, Sundays for a night since she was nine years old. Chúng 
I am so, so sorry. Do you have to go with men every night? When scripture says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit, I've seen what it looks like to be crushed in spirit when you're 11 years old. So, this is our moment to be Christ in the flesh to those who are broken. Betty, Sheila, and I watched that yesterday, and I said to Sheila, it's just almost impossible to imagine seeing something like that and then to think that men can be so depraved and so defeated that they could exploit a little innocent child like that for some kind of uh, attempted gratification. Or, Dear God, it's, so, it's just such a sickness, and Lord, I just pray for the ones that are held by that grip, and Lord, that would hurt a little innocent child, and then God in heaven, what we just pray for freedom in Jesus' name. You know, Betty, we can't, uh, apart from God, set those men free. They just can be set free, but we can we can get that little girl out. We've, we've been able to build rescue centers, we, you, all of us together, and right now we can we can rescue 2,500 that we're targeting, and we've had a group of friends say, we'll match whatever's given. We can actually uh, reach uh, 5,000, and I'm just praying that everyone will help because it takes $128 to rescue a child. Now that'll be doubled if you can do that. Somebody will match it, and we rescue two. I'm just praying that people looking at that little girl would say, let me help someone like that because our viewers can Absolutely, can't. and you just listened to pure evil that's happening to these precious children. We have the opportunity now. We should not even hesitate. It should just be jumping out of our hearts then. We wanna help, we wanna help. James and I wanna help, and I, I feel like you do too. Let's get the children out of the grasp of this evil. Let's give them a safe haven to go to, a safe place where someone's gonna show them love pure love, the pure love of Jesus Christ. So please join with us and let's help these precious little ones. You said we want to help, we're going to help. And let me just say this, we, we really committed ourselves to God that Lord, we're going to do everything we can at every point. And would you please enable us? And you know, as we've gotten older, we don't retire a lot of our debts and things. We never had many. We, we, we always live so far below our income that we just didn't get ourselves in trouble. And it enabled us to give, but we'd say, Lord, we want to do that. And let me just say this, 1,280, we can give it. And, and we can see 10, but now it's, now it's 20. In other words, that amount doubles. To reach them, to rescue them, and to restore them averages $128 a year. And it'll be double, now it's two children. Somebody say, I couldn't even do that, but 64 will now be doubled, you got another rescue. So at some level, you can help. We've got some gifts to send to you that'll bless you. Our son, Randy, has written a remarkable book. He's talking about how we're now living in the age of promise. One of the greatest Bible studies I've ever seen. It's, I'm, I'm amazed. And it, it talks about what we can do and Christ does in us now 
in this age of promise. Uh, we have other gifts to send to say thank you, but here's what you're doing. When you make that gift, when you go online, or you dial that number and you take your bank card and say, I'm gonna rescue a child, it's gonna be doubled. Whatever you give, it's doubled. You're gonna set someone totally free and enable the mission and relief workers to be the one who offers the hope and the healing that will not fail. You're providing it. Please, right now, would you give this great gift? Go online, dial the number, use that bank card like a check. If you write a check, make it to life. Thank you so much for doing it. We've got some gifts to send you that are gonna bless you just to say thank you. And you're giving the greatest gift, a gift of love and a gift of life. Innocent children and young people longing to be loved and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to warn children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved. And you can help restore young lives and give them a future. And now, a generous opportunity of a $320,000 matching gift means your gift of $128 to help rescue a child will be matched to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking. And a $32 rescue gift will be doubled to $64. With your gift, we'll send you the Age of Promise. Randy Robison reveals 10 promises woven through all of Scripture that will transform the way you view God, yourself, and others. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Prayer is Powerful wood plaque. This unique Scripture art piece is printed on premium birchwood, a beautiful reminder of the power of prayer. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children and you may request the beautiful Bridge of Faith framed canvas print by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your secure gift online today. What I've seen here is the abject poverty that people are living in. And so many young girls are forced into prostitution. They're trafficked because they're desperate. There's no money in the family. So often the father is a drunk, there is debt, and the only job they can get is at the mercy of a sex trafficker. Will you go to your phone? Will you go online? Will you call that number? Will you make the best gift possible so that we can reach, we can rescue, we can restore? Would you do it now? You know, we're so glad to send the beautiful prayer plaque. The, uh, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. What a powerful promise. Also, the Bridge of Faith, uh, the beautiful, beautiful Thomas Kincaid painting. It's a beautiful canvas. You'll enjoy it. If you'd like to have Chad's book, Faith, Forward, Future, don't be held captive because of delays or disappointments. You can move forward. And if you'd like to have, say, James, would you send that to us if we try to help set some of these free that you talked about? Absolutely. Would you join Betty and me saying thanks to Chad Beach for coming? Chad, God bless you. Thank you so much. Bless the church. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Thank all of you for watching. And again, thanks for setting captives free.
And forgiveness, it's not something that God wants to make you do so you can be a good Christian. Forgiveness is God's gift to us. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.